0: recording yet.
1: Granny's <laughs> off <for> a <laughs> Grinny, are you off for a way already? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put my hand up, but uh well, I thought I'd do it before we, we started recording then.
1: Coming to you live
0: from his bathroom, James Gwynny. <laughs> <Grinny. laughs>
2: Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks, your one stop shop for everything FPL. Let us bring out your inner
1: Maverick and we'll find you those FPL gems. Welcome back to FPL Mavericks, boys. Roscoe, this is your maybe fifth, fourth, fifth appearance now, mate, on the pod. You're back for season two.
2: Yeah. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me back. Good. Uh, ready for the new season?
1: Are you, are you as ready as Derby's squad at the moment?
2: Yeah, mate, we've got full squads, three points on the board, and a clean sheet. So solid start.
1: Mate, who'd have thought it? And uh we have got a debut from the the man from the north of London. Are you from north of London, Gwenny?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you seen his mate, face
0: well, <laughs> Cambridge or Hertfordshire. Um oh. yeah, I live sort of nearer, probably to Cambridge, but I support Arsenal, so yeah, I'm looking forward to losing my um Maverick Virginity.
1: Love it, mate. And uh the new Amazon Prime episode has just rolled out that you were telling me about off off air.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've only watched the first two. I think there's they're releasing three. I think there's actually nine or ten. So I don't know if they're doing it weekly, but um I watched the first two, they're good. Although <laughs> yeah, it didn't start great for Arsenal, obviously last year. Um I'm hoping for a better start this year. I mean it can't be much worse. <laughs>
2: you yeah, pulled it around but i remember at the time people were like I'm not arsenal fans were like licking their lips because the arsenal was like imploding
0: and everyone was going mm. this is
2: being filmed <laughs> we're going to watch yeah. this next year
0: <laughs> to be fair i think well first game is brentford which we probably should have were expected to win but i mean city and chelsea were the next two so it could have been i guess worse um and then yeah that norwich game which we managed to adjust it was a horrible goal as well, watching it back. I forgot how bad that goal was. Um, and then yeah, seemed to get better from there.
1: Well, mate, I think we'll get into that, but you, you boys are looking much better. Um, but yeah, going into new season two, um, FPL Mavericks. Um, we're gonna be bringing you differential picks under 10 owned. It's what we do best. and uh, we're looking to give you fresh ideas that can either pump you up the mini leagues or yeah, could shoot yourself in the in the ass and and send you flying down the, the ranks as well. Um I really think it's you know a Maverick is a great pick when it's used alongside a decent base or a template. Um if you don't or if you're not on the the Twitter app or you don't follow much of the FPL and you just have half an hour or 45 minutes um to listen to us, hopefully we'll give you a couple of ideas that will um yeah just help you enjoy the game and none of us
0: are experts although
1: Gwynny I think you did a good decent rack last year old boy no
0: I don't actually know I think it was in the top um I downloaded the app it's disappeared off my phone I can't remember what it was called um but I think yeah I've gotten the top 100k the last two years um hopefully again this year I know it's getting it seems to be getting harder each year um and then Obviously, at the start of the season, I, I think this year is hard because it's not only the players, it's the the formations as well. There's so many different options that you can have, but um, yeah, it's just, it's, it seems tricky. I've had a few different picks and formations this, this year already before we started, but um, yeah, we'll see how we go this year.
1: Yeah, and Roscoe, you're always in and around the hundreds, similar to myself. Um, yeah
2: yeah yeah was well actually last year was my uh best result um I've never wasn't a huge FPL player until we started gambling on it <laughs> 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 to be honest with you but I have always thrown a team in but yeah my best year last year it's like one hundred and thirty-six thousand, um which I was really happy with yeah yeah mate and i think a few, so few mistakes in there a few too many um transfers and hits i think uh, a bit of overthinking and a bit of COVID mixed in but uh well quite something to beat next year
1: for sure mate and i think um we're, we're all aiming to go and get under 100k i reckon and enjoy ourselves along the way so um what we'll do in this episode is obviously bring you um a chat around the fixtures the strategy of what the guys think um who they've played about their drafts and maybe even just like an FBL player that we think you know you've got to start with and then we'll jump jump into the the old Mavericks competition where I lost last year so I'm out for revenge um got absolutely hammered near the end um but this year I'm going to take it seriously um I really want I want to I want to beat the guests.
0: you're gonna stop taking hits as well Nah,
2: no okay, someone you went so rogue sometimes though I mean it was I think you can you can definitely get run it a lot closer this year.
1: I don't know. I feel like I, I love doing it, so you know we'll see. I still we'll remember
2: see. the one and I bring I'll bring it up every time you picked some I think it was a West Ham striker who like made one appearance all season or yeah. something and he came off it came off the bench and that was your pick one week. so you're never gonna get many points on the board. I'm I'm gonna blame Mike. I, I like, like it. it.
1: It was um was it, Vlasic? I think it was, I was yeah, that's
2: me. right. That's it. It's high risk, high rewards. I like it. it. You'd have been um an absolute king if he'd gone, gone and scored a couple. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, looking at the open fixtures, lads, maybe we'll we'll start with Gwynny just going back to Arsenal because I think they've had a really interesting mm. preseason. Um mate, what what as an Arsenal fan, what you must be pretty excited now?
0: I'm actually looking forward to the season for the first time in quite a while to be honest. Um yeah, I've got we've got Palace first game. I think it's the opening fixture of the the Premier League which we did last year as well on the Friday night away which I don't know last year we went to Selhurst Park and um Selhurst Park and I think that sort of was the start of our decline and when Tottenham started coming back. Um I think we lost 3-0 um, party got injured in the second half, but it, the game was sort of done by then. Yeah. Um, but I was watching a bit of Palace because obviously they've been in Australia, um, and it was it was weird. I think half their team travelled and half didn't, or something. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I think it was something to do with the COVID jabs, they were saying. Ah,
1: uh, really? No, I didn't you know. know that. Yeah, my
0: mates the- uh, I've got a mate
2: who's a Palace fan, so they had about six six first team players not vaccinated. Got yeah, some problems with the tour, so yeah, that was it. So
0: like Zaha didn't travel and stuff, so I'm hoping that's going to work in our favor. But, um, and obviously, we've looked good pre season, um, for once, <laughs> and I, th- I think now as well, we've sort of got good players and we've got backup for them as well. Whereas before, if one of our sort of key players got injured, we looked you know weak in that position, um, but now. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I could be wrong, but I'm optimistic for the season ahead, and I,
2: mean, I think
0: we've got good fixtures to start with as well. Apart from, I think Palace is the most difficult, and then after that, it's actually not too bad. I think we've got five winnable games to start. So we'll, yeah, we we'll see, <laughs> we we'll see how we go. But um, no, I'm, I'm optimistic.
1: And we've got a while we're on Arsenal before we jump into Roscoe, um We've got to talk about one man that is definitely not a maverick: Gabriel Jesus. As blown pre-season out of the water how are you feeling about him going into
0: into the season yeah i think he scored seven goals already in six games i know you can't judge off pre-season but we've um he hasn't been even been playing i think cuz what has done is he's sort of put in the first team or i think what he's going to class as the starting 11 for probably one half and then he's sort of the second half he'll change it or you know move it about but um i mean i think he's Because before we had obviously Aubameyang and he was a good finisher, but he didn't really, Arteta wants people to work off the ball um, and sort of help the team out. Lacazette probably did that more, but he didn't really then get up the pitch enough to, you know, get into the box. And I think Saka and Martinelli before, before were sort of putting balls across the box and we didn't really have anyone there to finish them. Yeah. But in the last game that we had, he actually won the ball, put it out wide, and then got in the box and and finished it. So, and I mean, obviously he's trusted by Pep, who's was at Man City, he's still only I think twenty five. So for forty million or whatever he was, I think it's a brilliant signing for us. And I genuinely I, th- I think he could get twenty goals this year. I know it's a big call. Oh, but, um, oh. Yeah. I think we've we've been waiting for a striker like him. I think. Goals could be more spread out as well. Um, but yeah, we, we've we created chances before, but we haven't had anyone there to sort of put them away. And I think he could be our man. I don't
1: know. I think it's a good shout, mate. I think um, he's very classy and he can do everything. Hopefully he stays fit, um, but we'll see. Roscoe, I mean, I've been waiting mm-hmm. to ask you a question. Um, I'll ask you two questions, mate what do you think of forest how do you feel about forest <laughs> and then secondly to that who have you liked in pre-season and, and looking at picking players from
2: um i'm actually quite happy for forest and um, i feel that there's a lot of parallels you know um a lot of derby fans would you know hate, hate forest fans and vice versa but you've got two cities that are so close together so similar um where my parents now live is is pretty much equidistant. So the town that they're in is is about half Derby fans, half Forest fans. Um, I've got good friends at Forest fans. So you know, I, I'm I think 20 years or something they've not been in the Prem. Um, it's a big club, great history. I'd rather see them in the Premier League than some of the teams we've had. Yeah, in the fair. Premier League in recent years, um, because of, because of the history and because of the fan base, um, they've already announced, I think, new stadium plans to go to forty thousand seats or more, which they'll which they'll fill uh, if they stay in the league. So I think it's it's good for them, good for the area, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, if it's Derby View Forest, then um, you know, very different situation, but uh, I can I can get behind them a bit now we're in a different league.
0: Yeah, mate. Fair. I um, thought... A lot more yeah. hatred. There, but fair
2: enough. No, I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But um, there's I think with Forest looks as if they've made good signings. Yep. Steve Cooper's a good coach by all accounts, mm-hmm. and some of the strength of their squad was in the youth players, like a Brennan Johnson, um, that could step up. So it should be exciting to see how they get on i'm not saying they won't go out there and get absolutely pummeled every week because it, it might all kind of fall apart but i think they've done everything they can and lingard's a brilliant signing yeah. a really good signing. um so he's one i think lingard is a great uh pick for fantasy if to, uh, if forrest can compete he'll yeah. he'll be involved in everything assists and goals so yeah, so i think lingard's good um wool i'm looking at the teams that you just can't figure out like what's wolves gonna you know what wolves gonna do and how are they gonna perform based on last season relatively limited transfers leicester based on last season again limited transfers um so there's quite a few unknowns i think coming into this which, which makes very interesting uh, selection choices.
1: And obviously there's been some huge signings from the, the big boys as well, right, that we have to touch on in the uh, the meat shield of Haaland. Um, and then also um, Darwin Nunes, who apparently had a touch of Andy Carroll and then went and scored four quite comfortably. So, yeah, what do you say? <laughs> what do you reckon of the the big boys and especially them too in particular
2: I'm putting in uh yeah I'm putting in the Liverpool like um Darwin what? Uh, I think yeah he's in my draft at the moment from what I've read he's a proper number nine and an out and out goal scorer and I think they'll be so dangerous um in attack that that it'll be a different style of play for Liverpool slightly different but it should move the goals to him. Um, so I think he could be quite exciting for them. Haaland will do really well when he settles in. He could hit the ground running or it could take him a few games or half a season. So there's a bit of a risk with him. Because uh, I, I think on the FPL perspective, personally, Kane is a proven uh, is a proven FPL asset and Haaland's an unknown. So I think if you're uh, conservative, you go with Kane. Um, and then take the risk on Haaland because they're so expensive, you know. So, yeah, there'll be some interesting decisions to make. City moved on two of their best players, arguably, uh, Sterling and Jesus. So it's, it's not that they've just improved the team. They've actually
0: let two really talented people go that contributed a lot of goals. Yeah, you know, I think City are playing a bit of a risk because, I mean, they've not saying this because I'm an Arsenal fan, but as well as Zinchenko, I think they they thought they were going to get Kukureya in, and then he's, it looks like now he's going to Chelsea. Or Barca. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, they're approaching everyone. But also, yeah, like their rotation as well, Sterling obviously played a lot of games for them, so did did um, Hizuki. So imagine if Haaland gets injured, I think, I know they've still got, obviously, Grealish, Mahrez, they've still got some brilliant players, but... Um, and they, well, they signed Calvin Phillips as well. So that's, I think that's a good signing. But, yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure about their business this summer unless they're going to bring someone else in before the start of the season. Um, and with Liverpool as well, obviously, they've got Diaz, but Mane going. He's I think he went under the radar a bit, really, with his sort of off the ball and, you know, how many goals he does get. Everyone looks at Salah, but... Um, It'd be interesting to see how they they go. I think obviously they'll still probably be the top two, but I actually think that Tottenham—I hate to say it—I <laughs> think they've they've done some good business and they've still with same with Arsenal they've kept hold of their good, good
1: players. players.
0: They haven't really let any sort of starting players from last season go, and they've strengthened. Whereas I think both Man City and Liverpool, and I'm not I'm not saying that you know Arsenal or Tottenham are gonna compete with them, but they've sort of let some of their starting players go and replaced them. Um, so I think it could be interesting. Um, and same with Chelsea as well, really, because obviously more in the defence, they've sort of lost Rudiger, who was good last year, um, Christensen. I'm not sure about Asper it looked like he was going to go, but I'm not sure if he, I don't think he has yet. Um, yeah,
2: he might go by the end of the window. Yeah, and
0: obviously Lukaku as well, because I mean, last season when he, I think he scored against Arsenal and I just thought he was gonna <laughs> hit, yeah, score so many goals and he's just sort of flopped. So I know what you mean about Haaland. He's a bit of an unknown entity, really. Although obviously Lukaku played for United and Chelsea before. Um I mean he can't surely can't Haaland can't not score in that team.
2: You think so, right? And he You'd think so, but then you know, look at the difference in the some of the players like a Grealish and others. Grealish is just the most recent example that come off being the main man at their club, everything goes mm-hmm. through them, different style of playing, and then they they've got to adapt. So there's mm-hmm. no sort of guarantee that, that they hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Um, because you made the same you could make the same case this time last season about Grealish. And if you'd made that case, he got three assists, I think. For the whole season, or three you goals.
1: Know, yeah, I, I i think I, I kind of have to agree. I feel like Man City and Liverpool are still a standout title favourites. There's not much between them. But then on the low key, Chelsea and Spurs have recruited really well. Like Kukula Bali, Sterling, um, Perisic for Tottenham. They've even got him back up like Lenglet, centre midfielders like Basuma with Charlison as a backup now essentially or does he start when yeah does it push Kulusevski out or does he yeah Hmm. it's really really you need that though
2: don't you if you want to be in the Champions League final and challenge in the Prem you need five really good attackers that you rotate (laughs) And everyone plays 30 games. Yeah. Bar he can
0: also play through the middle as well. I think if Chelsea, Kane yeah. gets injured, Tottenham didn't really have too many options. Um, but I think, yeah, he'll sort of fill that gap. Or even if if they've can got guys- Champions League and they want to you know, rest Kane or take him off early, they've got someone they can bring on. Kukurella, explain
2: this. Let's assume he goes to Chelsea then. So whose spot does he get? They spent 50 million on him. Isn't he? I thought he was a left wing back. You're thinking
1: what? Huh? So I thought
2: you don't need him because you've got Chilwell. And then if you put him on the right, you've got James. I just don't get it. Well, maybe Alonso's out the door. (laughs) Alonso's gone, hasn't he? Already? Is he gone? I I thought Alonso was definitely
1: gone. I wasn't sure if he was still there, but Um, still, Alonso was a
2: rotation. You know, you're buying Cucurella just to rotate with James or Chil. Yeah,
0: he's a left. It says on. Well, he's a left back, so. Yeah, I mean, I I don't
2: get why a big money signing for a position you've got a good player in already. Um. Right. Yeah. I think they're just getting desperate so, to sign anyone. That's the worry. Is it? Is it just because they they lost so many targets? They just they need bodies in the door because they'd surely need another centre back, not a wing back. Because they were playing three, they don't have enough centre backs. I don't think Chelsea, even with Kula Bali, because he just replaces Rudy. Gets so then you got Silver. christensen has gone.
0: Yeah. Who Unless else? Is Reece James Yeah, right back uh right center back Tony I did read that
2: bad. but then that seems crazy if you push Reese James to right center back to keep five yeah this is what I was wondering so I don't I don't quite understand that one but I think that's a way in England
0: did that with Kyle Walker didn't they as well yeah I
2: mean look it'd be seemed to be a waste to push Reese James out of an attacking position to accommodate Cucarella. but Cucarella's is young so he's probably been brought in for rotation um, but it's just more so who who loses minutes because they've got him. It, it seems odd that either the wing backs would would be sacrificed because they're so strong. Um, anyway, that was one thing I didn't quite understand. Um, but yeah, the top six we haven't even touched on a United team or player uh, in that conversation, which is telling.
1: Well, mate, they're dead, aren't they? Dead team. <laughs> Rashford's
2: six point five in mil on the FPL for Rashford. Could be great value if they turn up. Ten Hag gets them
1: top That's six. The question, right? Is the old Ronaldo holding them down? Is he going to leave anyway? They're going to go we... to
2: this season with Martial as a number nine. Is that what we're looking at?
1: Unless they sign,
0: I don't think anyone knows today. I think it looks like Ronaldo's probably leaving. Apparently, he came off the other day and, and left, so I'm not sure yeah he left the
2: ground which is and yeah. Dallow just got in the car and drove off before the night before the whistle went which uh yeah crazy hey eh? what about leads Benny yeah, I have yeah. Harrison down as a good pick I like, do at the moment he's in my draft because I think if you're going to get goals it will be Harrison what well, was my thought but I don't weigh less about it than you so
1: pick yeah, your brains. He's looked good, but Newcastle are after him, so I don't know if they've uh, managed to sway him or they've left him and gone for Madison. And who knows, mate? There's still a lot big transfer list to go. I think they've brought in good squad players. Um, no one majorly proven, but you can tell the likes of rocker and Sinestra. sinestra I think is how you say it. um Looks solid. He's, players. Fine, he's injured. I don't. I think he's going to be fine. I think it's only a slight hamstring pull. Um, but yeah. Before we jump into the Mavericks competition, and what how I'll explain that to the guests and uh, the guests, the uh, listeners, um, who is in your drafts and not left? Is there a must-have for you? Is it one? Is it one man, or is it somebody else?
0: Gwynnie, I've got. I Gab- know oh, I'm an Arsenal fan, obviously, but I've got Gabriel Jesus. I think I'm not sure about the penalty situation, Arsenal. I think it might be Saka. Um, but I'm not really sure because on the last day of the season I think Martinelli won one and he took it. Um it seems I don't know, if I was his use and I was sort of out and out striker after being at City and potentially I mean, I'm getting probably carried away here, but you know, all those things to go towards the golden boot. You'd think if he wins four or scores four extra goals, three penalties, he would want to be taking them. But I just think for eight million, um We've got Eddie Nketiah, but he's also in pre-season been playing Nketiah and Jesus, so Nketiah sort of on the left. So I don't think he's really a minutes risk um, unless he just wants to rest him. And then I also think probably it did help that Arsenal didn't get in the Champions League because I think what he'll do is probably put, for the first round anyway, the group stages of the Europa Cup, he'll probably won't want to risk any... or not too many anyway first team is in that so i think premier league wise he's going to get a lot of minutes um and with our fixtures as well i just think i, I just don't know how you'd not put him in your team really
1: yeah fair enough mate and we're, we're gonna find out i might go without him but really i, I like to i like to throw the dice <laughs> <laughs> i i, yeah, I, I could be team. horribly wrong yeah. uh, Look, i think there is a case to go without him for the first couple of games and the only reason why that is is because i think you can't you can't um dismiss a crystal palace team at home um i think there's other teams that you know that are way weaker especially the promoted ones so yeah i don't know maybe that's a point of difference roscoe who's not left your your draft so far is there anyone that you really like that's not moving
2: yeah uh son i'm sticking with son had him almost all of last year as well um yeah stuck by him and he always he always came good so uh i think he's got to stay they've got southampton at home as well first game of the season Mm. so um yeah i think he'll he'll tear it up
1: i have to agree mate what about the the new pricing though because obviously he was like 11 or 10 at one point last year. yeah it's not as
2: good value for points as last year um but you got the top goal scorer last year in the league at 10.5 10.5 cheaper than De Bruyne cheaper than you know much cheaper than Salah Kane and all the others so he was he was priced well last year he's just priced fairly this year I think for being the top
0: scorer so is the price you pay he's more it's, than Kane um, or don't you think that's a bit Kane's on pens as well I think I'm, I think he's a bit overpriced yeah I mean I,
2: I wouldn't go i had the doubled up for a lot of the second half of last season and i don't think i wouldn't do that so especially with the pricing i think it's going to be son or kane so at the moment i've gone uh jesus and 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 watkins up front in my draft with son uh but yeah i think if i i just can't see me moving son
1: yeah quick Um, question into the uh the mavericks son De Bruyne and Salah are you know other than well Salah's 13 and the other two are 12. Is it a one-horse race still is Salah going to score the most points or did De Bruyne and son this year have a bit more to say about it?
0: I think Salah I mean he's done it for the last however many seasons and he's on penalties I think whereas Obviously Son isn't. I know I keep going on about the penalties, but it does make, you know, it gives a couple of extra goals this season. Um De Bruyne, I'm not sure if he takes penalties, I'm not to be honest. Um and I think there's also more of a rotation risk at City as well. Um so I think you can't really not have personally anyway, (laughs) it's a risk not to have Salah in your team, especially with captaincies, but um Yeah, I pretty much had him all of last season and captained him, and he he obviously did well. Um, He's just a safe pick, really. But I know know if you didn't have him, potentially there's other Liverpool players that you could have Nunes, Robertson. There's a lot of choices from Liverpool, but um, I I think you've got to have Salah in your team.
1: Concur, Oscar?
2: Yeah, I've got Salah in my draft. I've just realised because I said earlier that I had Darwin in my team, and it's because I've got that many drafts at the moment. I've got <laughs> Jesus and Watkins, but I had—I did have one with with Nunez and uh, and Jesus. I think um, I just played around a bit with it earlier. Um, yeah, Salah on um, Trent. Uh, I think is a must-have. So I think there's interesting spots now if you look at the transfers um or transfers that haven't haven't happened so like at city for example i think the door's open for kyle walker to get more minutes and if he plays it right back uh attacking threat and no he can score and he can cross so he's great value at five if he gets the minutes and he didn't last year so there's there's a bit of a risk there but based on who they've got surely he does
1: no i think he looks good i think he's been in my drafts as well and and if uh cucurella hasn't been done yet he's definitely starting the first couple of games even though i know he's a right back but you know because on
2: price i'm thinking you've got cancelo yes was really high scoring last season but his price has gone up so it's the trade-off of where you can spend just two million between i think walker and Cancelo, Mm -hmm. and some of those cancelo points are clean sheets that both would get so then it's like what's that difference of two million spent elsewhere in the team that's the thing to figure out i think
1: yeah and cancelo can play both sides right so there could be a world where cucarella plays that left and and cancelo is playing on the right so that could be yeah so it
2: depends on transfers still
1: yeah agreed
2: Agreed. what about you benny what's your Who's your
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> i made about 57 drafts so now uh yeah I don't, i'm not sure if you just don't know or if you're trying to play your
2: cards close to your chest and not give us any of your uh any of your team
1: who knows who Now, <laughs> nah, i must admit um salah's not left yeah for me salah's not left and um,
2: where do you sit on the kane and son debate
1: i'd ha- i may have both yeah
2: it's well it both neither or which one yeah
1: yeah i mean look the the fixtures kind of dovetail nicely with spurs so without giving away what i could do that may be something that i look into but anyway digress let's jump into the mavericks competition last year i got absolutely hammered by the guests and, um so i'm i'm confident this year i can turn it around and i feel like i've actually i've done a nice couple of picks. so be interesting to see what youtube boys have come up with um we'll we'll uh we'll put these up in twitter like after you know a considerable amount of time once the pod is done so people can can see and um, i can even have a little bit of a vote to to see who who the the listeners is like but yeah um simple enough if uh your mavericks Outscore my Mavericks, you win. Easy.
0: Mm-hmm. Is this maybe, just on the first game week, or is it?
1: Yeah, so we'll, we'll do this throughout the season. um And so, Gwenny, do you want to go first? Does Roscoe want to go first?
0: I'll let Roscoe go first. <laughs> cool. and so
1: just, just to reiterate the rules it's uh, an FPL asset which is under 10% owned. It's a magic yeah.
2: yeah so i reckon oh there was a few i was looking at here i i think i'm gonna go sterling
1: oh lovely
2: uh sterling is only always well, very low owned 6.9 percent owned and they've got yeah. everton way and I'm I'm a bit worried about Chelsea. I have to admit, like not just the preseason, but the transfers, and they've got so much quality. But yeah, Tuchel seems to have a mini meltdown on his own press conferences. Um, <laughs> so you're not quite sure if they'll turn up organized and ready to to go. He's, he seems a bit uh, a bit nervous. But no, I think Sterling could tear Everton apart. To be honest, I agree. Uh, He's a maverick. Um, and it'd be good to see him in a Chelsea shirt, yeah. To...
1: I really feel sorry for him. I think Cam mentioned on the the preseason pod, like he's kind of just not he doesn't get the credit that he deserves just because his style and he does miss he, a few, <laughs> he does he does miss a few open easy chances, but then also his stats are very good. Um and I think he's a type of striker that Touchell will really like and he'll put a lot of faith in him. I think he'll be on the penalties he's quick um he's still a world-class player and i think at that percentage i reckon this is the only week and maybe next week that he's actually a maverick so mate golden pick and i i generally think um he's been in a few of my drafts for sure yeah
2: i think he's got a high ceiling that's like trying to pick this I'm, i'm not convinced he could go out and everton could be you know, a bit steelier than last season, and Tarkowski in there, and they won't want to concede at home on the first game of the season. I get all that. So there's there is risk there, but then the upside of Sterling, when you look at Chelsea v Everton, is surely quite big. So um, that was what what swung me. Yeah, Gwynnie, the th-
1: thoughts on Sterling.
0: Yeah, I think good pick. I don't know if he has to sort of. I think he sort of plays off a striker and I don't actually know who Chelsea's striker is at the moment unless Havertz is playing there. Um it's more of a false nine, but I'm just not sure on him. And I think is he you think he's ten million? He's um, expensive, yeah. It'd be hard to fit in to be I'm just I, I think with Sterling I kind of just want to see him play a few games before I have him in my team. Yeah. Um, but I do agree he could yeah, he could score a lot of goals. Um yeah, I mean, he's got a just on Havertz.
1: I found
2: this thing actually earlier where they've kind of just, um, somebody's just listed the changes of position because they've moved a few players around. So one of the moves that they've changed is Havertz got moved from a midfielder to a forward in, yeah. in FPL as well. So if you want Havertz, you've got to have him as a forward, um, which is, makes sense because I think he'll, yeah, he's their only option really at nine, like a false nine.
1: Yeah, so that's him. I mean, I absolutely hate Haber. It's what he did to me last season.
0: But I don't. <laughs> I think you could. I think you could be alright. I think he's eight million, isn't he? What, what was the score, 10? Benny?
1: No, I think it was nine nil. No, was it seven nil or nine nil? I can't remember now. But yeah, he didn't get an assist or a goal. Still, <laughs> was that the Norwich game?
2: Ah, so good. Still. So hard. Good. Day. I can just imagine you like watching the game or checking the scores, getting more and more angry every time a goal update comes through, and it's someone else. <laughs> it must be like every player on the pitch was involved in a goal except Habits. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, honestly. um yeah, There you go.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a really strong start, Roscoe. Pumped the. We uh, shall see. Hey, we'll see. The Mavericks off to a good start. I think Carla. Jump in with one of my own. And I've said one of my own, it's a Legionite player. Can we guess who it is?
0: I'm guessing Bamford with that small.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Bamford's uh ownership is, but it's not. It's um Aronson, um, who's a little man from the States, very slight, very tricky. I actually watched him in the preseason and thought he didn't look very great i thought he was i thought he was gonna struggle in the premier league but over the last couple of weeks he does look like he's got a bit which i like he's he drives forward with the ball um he's, he's a bit of a technician so he's on free kicks he's on corners now rafini is gone he's taking everything i think rodrigo will take penalties when um he's on, but I think Aronson is looking like Leeds' um set peace taker at the moment. Uh, and Leeds actually have a nice little start. So um Aronson obviously didn't play last year and I don't have any data, but he's 5.5, he's only one percent owned. And in terms of fixtures, um Leeds have wolves at home, which as you've already mentioned, Ross um i think wolves are a bit i don't know what they're going to turn out is that bigger. the first game yeah wolves So i think are. jimenez is out for that as well yeah which is and they've sacked. there's a little bit of unrest they've sent fabio silva on loan and he was meant to be bought to be the predecessor to jimenez oh, wow. So, yeah i don't know if they're coming or going leeds have a run of wolves at home southampton away chelsea at home which is fair enough a tough game and then Brighton Everton and Brentford so yeah I feel like if you've I mean 5.5 isn't as attra- attractive because there is a few good players around there especially the likes of um Neto. um but I-, I like it I think it's nice to have a little punt. it's very Mav <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's very Mav how do you think you actually not him, him? I just googled him because I like no no offense. I actually didn't know who, who he is. Um, so I'm just googled him now. So he was at RB Salzburg. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So is that where Jesse Marsh was coaching before? Was he at one of the other RB teams?
1: Yeah, he was at he was at Salzburg and then he was at Dortmund, I think. So um knows a bit yeah. about it They always produce good players Salzburg I think um Mane yeah yeah know. the
2: Red Bull Academy and uh, Ragnick, isn't it um Ragnick, Rang, whatever he's called is the tech he people all the players for all the RB clubs mm. yeah but yeah. Um,
1: to, answer your well, sure. to answer where's he going to play
2: where, where, does he fit? where does he play a 10. so who is it a different formation this year or is that he taking is it like rodrigo spot or
1: yeah I'm not, I'm, in the team i'm not sure where rodrigo's gonna play or if he's gonna start i think aronson might start um he's played with a couple of different systems um so i'm i'm actually unsure um whether or not we're gonna line up in a certain way which is is kind of worrying when you get to the first game of the season, but then maybe he's trying to keep his cards close
0: um, to his chest. Mm. But you think he'll start? I think he'll start, yeah. And then I was I was asking before, so how, how do you think Leeds will actually get on this year? Because I mean, they've lost Calvin Phillips and Rafinha, but they're sort of, I don't know, they. it sounds like they have made some sort of under the radar signings, but I don't know too much about it. Obviously you follow it closer. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think we've just got, we a similar model to Southampton and, and the like, where we can't buy decent players, we're known players in the Premier League. We've just got to do our due diligence and hope that our scouting network and, and Victor Orta can pick off a few blinders, which he did with Rafinha. So I'm hoping that we've just built, built some stability and some depth. So I think we'll go right. I think we'll stay up. I know I'm... I know I'm biased, but I generally think we'll stay up, unless we have an absolute meltdown in the first couple of games. The first five or six games, because it's such an easy fixture run, will almost give us a really good end- uh, indication of whether or not Leeds will stay up.
0: Yeah.
2: I think that's what f- w- the Lingard signing at Forest is, is is an attempt to say if we can get one really great player in, that could keep us up in the way that Rafinha probably kept you up.
1: Mm.
2: But, but that's a dangerous model because the other way you do it is like the eddie house Bournemouth team which ju- or, or the brighton team which was just make a really solid team yeah that nobody is an individual star but everybody's good enough to to pull it off which feels the way that leads are going and there might be something like you say you might find a a diamond in the rough there but at very least, it will be a team that's cohesive and brought into a system that, that, that has a chance in every game. It'll be interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Um we jumping over to the Gwynmeister General.
0: Is it my my go? The, yeah, my good, mate? Is my first ever mouth pit. No problem. Actually, and regrettably, it's actually a, a Tottenham player. Um,
1: oh
0: Yeah, it pains me to say, but I've already got three Arsenal players just to uh <laughs> play in there. So, but I've I've been sort of umming in and ahhing about um because I thought Mav should really be someone that's actually probably in your, you know, your starting team. Um yeah. and with the sort of Kane and Haaland, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think obviously I think Roscoe said earlier, Kane's more proven, obviously, in the Premier League. Um, but from the community shield, I know you missed that sit, but he sort of was getting a lot of chances. Um and I think if it all clicks and, you know, they're playing Liverpool as well, he could have a very high seeding. Um, and if he if he does start getting some goals, I think his price is going to rise up, which will make him harder to get in if you've used your hundred million budget. Um, so what I, I'm thinking potentially is to keep, to put Harland in instead of Kane. And then Kuliszewski is um, he's only 6.6% owned. Eight million. And if he if he does, you know, goes badly, he's quite a nice price point to just switch with maybe Mason Mount or there's quite a lot of midfield options at eight million. Um and also at the end of last season, he hurt me a little bit because I was obsessed with getting in Son. I didn't have Son pretty much the whole year, it had Kane, and then I kept thinking Kane's gonna come good, and then Son just kept racking up his goal tally. Um but with Kulaseski, obviously the first game in particular, I think Richardson's banned from the you know, the flare incident. Yeah. Um, but also I just think I'm not sure where Richardson's gonna fit into that front three. And uh yeah, I was just I've just done a sort of Google of some stats before this, um probably panicking a little bit too much. But I've I've just looked and he got ninety nine <laughs> points last year and he only started 14 games. And he, he made eighteen appearances, five goals and eight assists. And then I compared that to Luis Diaz, who's obviously same price, pretty similar position, um, maybe, arguably more minutes. But then you've still got you know Jota um, and some other players. And he, I think, started thirteen games, four goals, three assists, sixty-four points. So arguably, uh, and I think. Well, Tottenham's first game, Southampton at home. I've, not, I've looked at their fixtures. I think the second game is Chelsea, which isn't obviously great. Mm. Um, but I'm thinking if I put in Haaland at 11.5 and then Kulazewski, I'd rather he didn't, you know, Kane blanks, Um, or sorry, Kulazewski blanks at 8 million than, than K- uh, Kane at 12 or whatever it is, 11.5, sorry. Um so yeah, I think he's 6.6 owned. I think if if Tottenham didn't sign Richardson, he would be a lot higher owned.
1: Yeah, agree. Yeah, and his XG is really good as well. Um, for that short amount of time. Um, I think he's 0.21. Um, he's having like two shots a game as well, which we like as a fantasy football asset. So yeah. mate, there's there's some strong picks. What what do you? I'm well interested lost. who your second one is, Ben,
2: because I feel like Sterling Kulisevsky's are strong. I think they've got
1: Aronson beat already. Yeah. Well, I did. I was. Yeah. <laughs> my, my second one is. Especially if he's
0: on the bench first game.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you weren't sure if he was starting or, or where he plays, but I, I like the confidence. <laughs>
1: i've started i've started ultramath what that's what i'll say i was going to say like yeah i don't think i've got a hope in hell first week but this this week i'll stick with it because i've already i've already gone with it this guy is 0.9 percent owned <laughs> he's priced at 5 million yeah uh, his xg that's... isn't great his minutes per attempt is about 70. So it's not great as well um and his shots per 90 is 0.86 um however he plays in a leicester team which could lose madison and actually in pre-season Dewsbury hall has been banging in goals so he's a bit of an enabler um and they've got brentford to start off with so who knows mate who knows stranger things have happened is he going to
0: start you could have two bench picks there yeah, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> surely he starts i've He's seen done. his goal i know
2: what you're talking about uh, based on the stats you were saying there i was like where is he going with this this sounds <laughs> horrendous um i saw the his goal in one of the friendlies and he did look really good and he looked good last season as well um so yeah i don't think the stats he just didn't get enough minutes for those stats to really probably play out like if if he played 90 minutes for Twenty games, then fair enough, you know. And they were that bad, um, but I, don't th- I think he was coming on probably for fifteen minutes at the end of the game, yeah, or getting half an hour. So yeah, I think that's a good pick, although it's yeah, quite high risk because of the. Yeah, I'm not sure where he where he but plays. Five million, did
0: you say? Five million, yeah. I mean, he's even if he's on your bench for five million, he's he's pretty good pick actually. He's sort of gone under the radar a bit. Would you go him over like Bailey for
1: five million though?
0: uh he's a, well, he's a nailed I'm, on
2: on the right wing at the moment isn't he
1: well i wanted to put him uh bailey but he's like 13 percent owned so this guy is oh
2: yeah not of, as a math. yeah yeah
1: Fair but enough. no i think i think obviously Bailey will outscore him because juicester hall is a bit more of a central midfielder but look i, I like it I like first, it. first I, I like him for a for a punt cheap yeah punt.
2: yeah the one i but, was thinking about uh if not Sterling was Lingard because he's just the sort of player that would go to St James's Park on the first game of the season and turn it on because of this sort of personality is he just absolutely love it to stick it to the fans up there so he could just go up there and dribble past three people and score so I could just see him doing that Mm. even if the forest leaves the game I can see him doing something just because it's
1: it will suit him yeah. Well, boys, you've gone in hard. You've gone some decent decent research and, and Sterling and Kulazewski. They're almost premium assets. So I think I'm on, a, I'm on a hiding to nothing this episode. But we'll see. Stranger things have happened in the land of the Mav. Um, what we'll move on to now then is just our Maverick captain. So, look, I think we can almost all agree um, Salah will be the most captained in the game um, this week. Good to hear um your boys' alternative Maverick captain if you were gonna p- put your neck on the line against Salah this week. Who'd it be?
2: Yeah, it's a tough question, that isn't it? You're gonna really look at fixtures probably then as well.
0: gwyneth who's who's got the yeah. kind of... I was thinking I can't pick a Tottenham player, surely. I've, I, and I have only got two Tottenham players and three Arsenal players. Um, so I feel a little bit better about picking kudazeski But I... I'm
2: going to go back hard. to Son to interrupt you. I th- I'd say Son because of the fixture against Southampton at home. Southampton
0: don't
2: Well, I just think they struggle. There was, yeah. Cam wrote them off last week and he's a fan. So that I'm, I'm basing a lot on Cam's own kind of despondent um thoughts that uh they haven't signed the right players um there's some holes they
0: can be torn apart i mean you could go backwards in liverpool squad and i mean he's a safe pick as well. But trent you'd think they'll probably get a clean sheet against fulham um mm. and he's obviously got attacking potential as well so i'd probably in my current draft if i was looking at that i'll probably go trent if i was picking had to pick someone say someone got injured in that well last minute i'd probably go trent mm.
2: it would be very hard to to not go salah against fulham wouldn't it like you just the risk of missing out is so high mm. yeah you think they may should have made
0: Salah's price more or hmm like 14 or something i, I don't know because it just seems a bit i feel like he's they've put him higher than everyone else but he's still pretty much everyone's got him again yeah there's one
2: man yeah. that would not captain salah on that fixture and he's on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: one man he's brave enough
0: with aaronson <laughs> <laughs>
1: well i think i like the look of kane I, I'm, I'm in the with ross i think son or kane would be a good shout I really won't go against Salah, I don't think, just for the first week. I think he could tear Fulham a new one. I think Fulham looked pretty average. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, look, to wrap it up, boys, um, we're going to bring back the upset of the week. Um, So in the game we won, is there a fixture um, that you think there could be an upset? Or even just, you know, Oh, what did you use earlier, Gwini? Um, Upturn the apple cart. Is that the saying? I can't remember what the saying is. But,
0: something yeah. about the apple cart, but I can't remember what it is. Overturn or <laughs> upset the apple cart. Something about that. One
1: around apples. Um, Yeah. Wh- which apples are, are going to be upset?
0: I mean, for me, I don't know. It may be because we lost to them last year, Um, although they're playing away. I think Leicester, I think they're the only club that haven't signed... Anyone. Um, they've obviously lost Kasper Schmeichel. I think he's just gone to Nice. Um, there's a lot of talk about Madison, although I don't know. I, well, I doubt it would happen to Newcastle, but him going to Newcastle and Arsenal being heavily linked with Tielemans as well. And I just think all of that happening around, you know, before the transfer window's closed, it's not great going into your first Premier League game. Um, and I think Brentford have sort of under the radar, made some good signings, Aaron Hickey, um, I think he'll be a good signing for them. So I I do think, I mean, it might not be a win, but I think Brentford could easily draw with with Leicester, if not beat them, Um, just with everything sort of going on. I'm not quite sure what's going on with Leicester at the minute, but um, yeah, I'd probably, looking at those fixtures, Brentford possibly um, to beat Leicester. Yeah,
2: don't mind that. Um yeah, I mean, it's a good shout. I did read Brendan Rogers said that he was basically told they need to balance the books. So um yeah, he's he knew he wouldn't really get uh, uh, much happening this summer.
1: He's probably fuming. Um and then also Vardy's got but the thing is Vardy's got to score a few goals to, to pay off um, his legal fees, hasn't he? <laughs> is why yeah, he lost isn't Wagatha of course Christie. she lost, <laughs> <laughs> she was she, <she's> guilty.
2: <laughs> it takes a new level of kind of, um, what's the word? But like to to sue somebody else for defamation when you know that you did it wrong, that you, you know that you're guilty, just seems insane. And then obviously lose, yeah, crazy.
1: I reckon Vardy could tee off. You love that man, there. No? I do. I think he's a baller. Is that a contract next year? Wow, he could. Pl- anyone should snap him up. I would read Man United
2: are looking at him. Just read that yesterday. Yeah, also that, so. Plays Ronaldo, so they go slightly younger. Um, <laughs> I think upset. Leeds could surprise us all and win their game. <laughs> um, now I reckon that. I actually do think Forest could upset Newcastle wow
1: really
0: God, I don't
2: know if I keep talking about Forest but I don't know I've just got I think they've just got such good vibes and know you Newcastle have as well but Newcastle will expect to win that game comfortably yeah it's a bit like Brentford going was it at Arsenal or was it at Brentford but you know Brentford turning up is the biggest game of the of the club history really In in certainly in Brentford, it wasn't the whole history, probably, but in Forest in 20 years, the biggest game, first Premier League game back, they'll be so up for it. Yeah, fair enough. You just won the the biggest game in world football, which is a playoff
0: final.
1: Mm. I am going to wrap it up with Brighton against Man United. Mm. Oh, you think United win? (laughs) (laughs) No. I think Brian. <laughs> I think everyone expects United to win, and Brighton will get something at Old Trafford, and hopefully they'll pile the misery on the United.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Where it's do you Brighton. reckon United finish this season?
1: They beat them last year, didn't
2: they as well? Was that wasn't that one of the big Solskjaer embarrassments? Was it Brighton at
1: away? Sorry, Brighton away to United. Maybe. I can't remember. Um united yeah look in my opinion who are better than them liverpool um city arsenal spurs Chelsea. yeah six uh, newcastle newcastle and west ham will push
0: them as well yeah i think they're i mean they've still got some good players but i just i'm not sure about united I think it's just I think it's more the undercurrent of what's going on with they've got a lot of I think obviously Pogba's gone now they've got a lot of sort of big names on big wages that aren't really performing how they they should be Fernandez was off the boil last year as well I'm just not I'm not sure about them
2: Yeah it was 4-0 I found that result it was at Brighton in May they beat them 4-0 Yeah hard to yeah it's very hard to back anything with United at the moment he'll just he'll need a couple of years won't he can't expect him to turn it around in a month
0: yeah it's a big job
2: so they might they might struggle
1: well boys good first pod um I'll be very interested to see if my mavericks can actually pull it out of the bag i don't think so i think uh i've probably put myself at a bit of a handicap but do we want to put a beer on our upsets
0: i'll put one on there
1: go on then yeah for sure and if we all get an upset sure. then no one gets a beer simple
0: <laughs> um
2: what's the um so you you wrote them down did you don't forget
1: i won't forget you mean the mavericks or the beers
2: all of it mate yeah mavericks we've got uh yours you know we'll need to see if you make the starting lineup first
1: oh god i tell you what if they do if they end up winning you'll never hear the end of this
2: <laughs> <laughs> you'll deserve it to be fair if, if you win this one you will deserve it i'll be hats off to you
1: so i've got brighton for the upset roscoe's got forest
0: I've got and, Brentford.
1: And then he has got Brentford. Right, boys. Well, I will uh, look forward to watching the game with you both on the weekend and um speak to you both soon.
2: Yeah. Nice one. Thank you for having us. Is Gwyn allowed to put the Arsenal game on his telly, or are you gonna put the Leeds game on?